Ladies and gentlemen, and faithful listeners, it seems we have come to the end of our road, a place that we have been steaming towards for weeks now. This will be the last episode in our limited series. But anyways, no time to rest on the merits of the past. Let's jump straight into this week's final episode of Why Media Matters. Through our exploration, we have looked at six different kinds of media. As a refresher, we looked at video games, newspapers, radio, music, the internet, and social media. Each of these media are so unique in their own right, and each presented an individualistic challenge when it came to archival and preserving. Alright, let's take it back to the beginning. When I did my interview with Anna-Marie Timmons, we had discussed that even in a 24-hour news cycle, the best way for archival is that the current moment should be slated onto a physical piece of paper it just makes sense it's an easier way to catalog it as cataloging it in a digital form would be nearly impossible one week following my interview with Anne-Marie Timmons I did my discussion with Tavish Clark surrounding video and as the discussion progressed to archival it was much less present as I wished it had been after the interview was over Tavish relayed to me what his true thoughts on the issue were he told me that even though the hardware of gaming has changed, the principle of buying a disc or a cartridge is the best way to preserve the medium for generations to come. In addition, we also discussed the fact that within the last 40 years, since video games have been created in a commercial environment, there's been a significant uptake in e-waste that consists of old video game consoles. Due to a lack of upkeep, and instead of trying to repair them, people just throw them away. And that does beg quite the significant question when you ask me. With people throwing away this many video game consoles, what's the point in preserving these games as well? Because if you don't have the consoles, how are you supposed to play the games themselves? Jumping forward a few weeks, I had the chance to sit down with artist Kara Colvin. We discussed how music influences life, and life influences music. But in the end, with our discussion of archival and preservation, we decided to use a mix of both CDs and vinyl records, as they would be the most apt option for this medium. In regards to vinyl, it was the ability to store thousands of them into a compact space. And with CDs, you have such high-capacity discs that can take the entire works of artists on them and take them and put all of these CDs into a 200 disc carrier. I mean, that's 200 artists already done and labeling the archive like A through B or like A through AZ or something like that. The next discussion I had was with Chris Ryan of New Hampshire Today Radio. We discussed that in the end for radio archives that they can't just exist in somebody's file cabinet but the archive has to exist in a readily available format. In this sense, he meant for radio broadcasts to be kept in a digital medium and preserved this way on local files in a server hard drive. While a database like this does exist, from archive.org, old time radio, nothing to this scale exists where we're not only keeping old radio broadcasts, but we also need to start preserving the new. For the last two forms of media that I discussed with interviewees. It proved to be an extremely difficult challenge of preservation. The first of these two media 
was social media, and the second was the internet. The two media that essentially went hand in hand together, as one couldn't possibly exist without another, episodes 4 and 5 proved to be quite the challenge during production. However, in regards to social media preserval and archivement, Ashley Wheeler's insight in this was an extremely helpful resource to you. Although at the time my questions were not solely focused on archival and preservement, with the benefit and advantage of hindsight, in my opinion, a digital influencer's archive seems an apt option in this regard. What I mean by this is to take the content that influencers from around the world have been creating for decades now and use that as a template of how to properly format an archive that would work with a social media platform. However, in regards to the internet, it is a completely different mountain to conquer from social media. Consider social media as Kilimanjaro and the internet as Everest. Two insanely difficult challenges, both in their own right. However, one is substantially more of a challenge than the other. As it is now, the internet essentially contains the entire collective works of humanity. All of the information, all of this knowledge has been centralized onto a single medium. It's an impressive achievement as a species, but when it comes to preserving it, it basically comes down to what is necessary to preserve, as there is just so much information and it's impossible to take it all. As of seven years ago, that's 2015 we're talking, the size of Wikipedia, the online encyclopedia, was a whopping 10 terabytes of data. Now, in order to put this into perspective, we gotta take this back in time a little bit. Well, not a little bit, quite a bit actually. We're talking about 1969 here. One of the biggest events in the history of our planet happened in 1969. That was when Apollo 11 landed on the moon. The computers built to help with this mission had 72 kilobits of data. And here's where we see how much technology has advanced so quickly. The size of Wikipedia in 2015 converted to kilobits was 10,737,418,240 kilobits of data. The size of Wikipedia seven years ago was essentially 150,000 times the amount of storage that brought us to the moon. And this is holding the biggest information database on Earth. But the problem is, as a single database on the Earth is that big alone, preservation has to come down to what is not already preserved in a physical form, such as books or magazine articles or anything of that. But by this point, as you all know, the show is called Why Media Matters, not How to Preserve Media. So I think I can finally answer the question that was posed to me so long ago. Why does media matter? To simply and thoughtfully put it, media matters because people made it. The innovations of media always come in times of advancement of technology itself. And what I mean by this is, in a time when the world is changing, 
the innovators hopped in front of it, and so did the people, so that they didn't get left behind. People embraced new media as it came about, and essentially, that's why it matters. Furthering this line, media matters because of what people do with it after the creation of new media as well. No one just lets it stagnate. Radio DJs become podcasters. Newspapers become online publications. Video games move from the living room into the digital world of virtual reality. Social media becomes the new podium of public forums. And the internet has become the world phone. Always connected, 24-7, around the entire planet. Ladies, gentlemen, and faithful, we are now completely at the end of the line. This has been the final episode of Why Media Matters, a limited series podcast on the foundational importance of media to world culture. As for your host, I have been Avi. Thank you for taking this journey with me.